welcome to episode 25 of Parkrun Adventurers. We are halfway to our 50 milestone. Yay us! I'm here, Mel, of course, joined by Scotty. How are you doing, Scotty? Hi, Mel. I'm doing great. So this is our aubergine edition. I think I can feel another logo change coming up. Yes, definitely. The other one didn't last very long, but I think this needs to be marked. You weren't feeling the yellow? No, all I'm saying is you only just changed it a couple of weeks ago and now we're changing it again. But I'm happy for aubergine. Good. Did you have any adventures on the weekend, Scotty? Well, you know that I did. I had a really long one. Tell me about it. I've been dying to hear about it. You're suitably comfortable. Are you? Have you got your snacks? I've, I've got my Scooby snacks. I'm very comfortable. Yes, go for it. What's, what's your snack of choice? What's your fuel for this podcast tonight? <laughs> well, it's actually a combination of Milky Ways and Mars bars tonight. <laughs> Are you snacking? So we've, both, we've got a weak spot for chocolate, obviously. I was snacking on a uh, peppermint crisp. Hmm. So it should be minty fresh edition. <laughs> you're, you're delaying. Adventures on the weekend, yes. We, we did the longest run in Melbourne and um, felt a bit lonely from my national brothers and sisters. Oh, and we were devastated that we couldn't be joining you as well. How is it that we could have had a Sunshine Coast, two Brisbane and a Sydney, and they all got postponed? Well, the weather was pretty disgusting, I have to say, and the forecast was was not for a nice outlook. We didn't want there to be any accidents in the travel part between events and there were forecasts for flooding and wild winds and things like that we actually lost a few roofs on the sunshine coast um, on sunday and yeah the rain was torrential all day so we made the right call and postponed not cancelled so we postponed the events so there's still an opportunity for people to get their longest runs in in Queensland and New South Wales. Yep. So they're coming up remind me of the date they're coming up? Well Sydney have rescheduled until the 31st of July and Queensland will follow the week later on the 7th of August. Now those dates we understand clash with other running events in various places however we are in the winter running season and no matter what weekend we chose, they were going to clash with something. And these are the weekends that the actual longest run organisers were available. So believe it or not, people, we have other lives <laughs> and we have other commitments, other running events or other weekends away and families ourselves. And we organise these things out of the kindness of our hearts. So we would appreciate your... Um, understanding that we can't make everybody happy with the weekends that we chose but if the organizers can't be there the events can't go ahead this is true and you're right you're never going to please everyone but i reckon you're still going to have a good time on august the 7th well we will and you know what this has actually created an unheard of opportunity in my opinion i as you very well know looked up flights to see if I could sneak down to Melbourne last weekend and join you guys down there. It was not to be because I don't have that kind of budget sitting in my account just waiting. However, you guys have got the opportunity to plan. 
And there is the chance out there that somebody could do three longest runs in three different states in one year. And that might never happen again. So I think that's a challenge for all parkrun adventurers. Even those who didn't take part in Victoria, there's still the opportunity for people to get two longest runs in in the same year. And I, I think you should all go for it. I think you've just given, given some people, a few people, an idea. No doubt. But tell us all about Victoria's first longest run. So the, the weather, ironically, in Melbourne was absolutely perfect. We didn't have a drop of rain. It was overcast. It was winter. It was a winter day, but um, just couldn't have been better for running the whole day. Um, we started out at Gels. So it was kind of exciting. So like at six o'clock in the morning on the streets of Melbourne on a Sunday morning, not many cars. So it's sort of as I was getting closer to Gels, I was wondering, are these people going to drive into the, to the park? And sure enough, they did. And so Gels is a, a national park, state park. So there's no roads around it. There's no. There's minimal lighting. There's a there's a cafe on site, but so if you if you drive in it, it's basically pitch black, except for this row of car lights leading to the park run car park. So that was kind of exciting, just thinking that one this is going to happen, and two people have actually shown up. It's always exciting when people show up. <laughs> well, it is because we yeah, wasn't promoted, you know, extensively. And first time we're doing it in Melbourne, um, I honestly wasn't sure if we we're going to have 10 or if we we're going to have 100. So it was pleasing to see a few few more than 10 cars there. But as I said, pitch black still at 7 o'clock. Um, so it was that weird, people are here, but because I can't see them, I don't know who they are. And then there's also that thing when people have got the headlamps on. So they've got the headlamps on when they look at you. They basically blind you, so you can't <laughs> see. Not only because you, you can't see them because it's dark, but then they're blinding you with their headlamp. So I just sort of started a quick briefing without really knowing who was there and then being blinded by 50 headlamps directed right at me. But that was exciting because then I could meet the people throughout the first run who, were, who had actually showed up. So we started off at Gels and it, um, the sun rose throughout the run, which was really nice, which is part of the plan. So unfortunately, because it was cloudy, there was no actual sunrise to see, but it just got lighter. And there's something about, you know, the first light, morning light, that's just really nice. So Gels was a success and everyone hung around until everyone had finished and then we all moved on to the next event. Which was? My beloved Westerfolds. Did you, did you have more runners at the second run? We did. So the, the highest amount of runners was at Westerfolds, which I think we, we had about 70-odd, and that was the highest for the day. So that, that started at 8.30, maybe it timed in with a lot of people's run. I, I didn't, can't explain it. Maybe everyone just wanted to experience Westerfolds. Yeah, I, I can see how you would – I mean, it's a good time of day. You start at 8.30, didn't you? So, yeah, on a Sunday morning, people can get a little bit of a sleep in and then still go have an enjoyable run. So we all ran Westerfolds. I got the opportunity to meet up with my girls, my wife and daughter, and we had a little shuffle around Westerfolds. Ivana and my daughter Kasha were going to join me for the for the final six events. But some might suggest that thirty kilometres is in one day is probably too much for an eight year old. And 
we probably agree. So their challenge was to try and take shortcuts. Still try and be involved in the day by taking shortcuts. And luckily at Westerfolds, we, we knew all the shortcuts. <laughs> Throughout the run, Yvonne and Kasha would just pop up in the middle of the field in front of all the runners. I love this strategy. This is great. So they got around, so they did about three kilometres for Westerfolds because it's a looped course. And, you know, you know, Westerfolds has become sort of like this special special place to me. You know, I've run there so many times. You know, I really, I love the park. So whenever I sort of run there, you know, it's like a little bit of part of me. And it probably sounds a bit hippie and lovey-dovey, but like it's a real special feeling to run at that park. And already the vibe of the longest run was good at this stage. You know, everyone was really happy. Everyone was really excited. And so then to be running at Westerfolds with all these people who were experiencing it for the first time and, and setting out on this adventure, this challenge, and then doing it with my two favourite people, you know, Westerfolds was just the mutts nuts for me. Then we moved on to Coburg, beautiful Coburg. I'm telling you now, Mel, next time you're in Melbourne, Coburg is the course to visit because I'm just floored by its beauty every time I get there. And we're, we're, we're heading out, we're in winter and we're out of autumn, but the the trees are still, what do they call that? The leaves are turning. Yeah, the leaves are turning and they're falling and so it just makes it really pretty. Um, and, the you know, we have had a lot of rain here, so the creek was really full, the waterfall was flowing. Just a really pretty course. And, um, yeah, I pushed it a bit there. But I did my fastest run there. From Coburg, we went over to Maribyrnong. So we'd, we'd done all the hills. The hills were out of we'd, – we'd completed all the hills for the day. Now we were just all on the flat. So I think people appreciated that. You know, 15K in, 15K of hills. I think a few people were looking forward to Maribyrnong. And I, I again, did the course briefing out at Maribyrnong, and I, I neglected to mention their hill. Apparently there is one just at the end. So a couple of locals just reminded me about that small little hill at Maribyrnong. But I think um, we, we lost a runner. <laughs> Didn't describe the course that well because um, one runner got lost. Whoops. Yeah, oops. Did she do some extra kilometres? Did you make her do some extra kilometres? Well, yes, because she didn't turn around when she was supposed to. And when we saw her coming back, everyone thought, oh, Lorraine's had a... a a slower run, a gentle run, maybe taking it easy. But no, she ran an extra 3K. So, <laughs> so an eight-kilometre marathon. Was she wearing a GPS watch? Did she not think when she got to two and a half that it might have been time to turn around? I think that's what happened, yeah. But she waited till she got to four and thought, hmm, this is a good time to turn around. Maybe, maybe. She was happy. She, she admitted she should have been listening to me more closely. So by this stage then, when she finished Maribyrnong, she was the first one to have done a half marathon worth of running on Longest Run Day. Yes, she could claim that. So four events down? Four events down. We head over to Parkville. How's everybody's legs feeling at this point? Well, this is it. There was not much complaining about people being sore or being tired. At this point, Parkville again is, is really flat. And we had the other treat... There was a Trails Plus event going on at Princess Park at the same time. So this is one of those ultra marathon, ultra running events where they have six-hour, 12-hour, 24-hour runs 
50 kilometre runs just around the park. And they had their um, timer and their big fun, what are those things called that you run through? The finish line. Finish shoot. Oh, yeah, the fin- the finish shoot, yeah. So they allowed us to all run through that. So that was a bit of an extra thrill. So we just little... <laughs> so there's two paths around. When you say they allowed you, do you mean you actually asked if it would be okay or you just did it anyway? No, 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 I asked. I, I, I spoke to um, the organiser of the event a couple of days beforehand and then it was confirmed on the day that it was good. Trails Plus are a big supporter of park runs. So. Nice one. Yeah. They allowed us, they allowed Parkfield Park Run to go ahead on Saturday morning because they had the park effectively booked under a permit for their event, but they said no. Park Run can go ahead with injunction with ours. And then the longest run, same thing. That's awesome support. Yep. If you want to enter an event in Melbourne, Trails Plus, look it up. I, um, I tried to run Parkfield a bit quicker because I was really hungry at this stage. One thing I did overlook was the need to pack food. <laughs> For a whole day of running, no food. No food. Oh, I, had, I had a muesli bar in the car. We, we packed food for Kasha. We made sure Kasha was fed. But uh, both Yvonne and I neglected our needs for food. So I was particularly hungry. So we ducked off from Parkville a bit earlier to head to Studley. We finished the 5K, but left early to get to Studley to try and refuel at uh, the boathouse. So I refueled with a hot jam donut and a cup of coffee. As you do. Yeah. I'm not sure that's quite enough to sustain somebody over 35 kilometres of park runs, but carry on. Carry on. Well, it was. It did. Hope I'm not spoiling the outcome. But we get to Studley. So this is event six now. And I said the hills were done earlier, but there, there are a couple of little hills at Studley. You've done it. Would you classify them as... You've, you've got a little bit of a switchback that, uh, yeah, it's got some elevation, but it's not, it's not very long, so it's, it's just short and sharp. Yeah, but it is a really hard course. I, I do acknowledge that, Studley, just because of the different terrain and lots of puddles, tree roots. I imagine it's not super easy after you've already done five other park runs. No, no. So I think... Studley probably recorded the slowest times across the day, which is not unusual. We're seeing that on a weekly basis at Parkrun. But I, I encourage people to slow down. Walk, enjoy the view at Studley. It's definitely picturesque, so there's plenty of opportunities to slow down. And how is Kasha doing by this point? Um, Kasha sat out Studley because, as she said, she's done it before. She doesn't need to do it today. She decided that the more she runs, the more it hurts her. <laughs> so she skipped Studley because she'd done it before. And they took a little, quite a bit of a shortcut at Parkville, so she was feeling fresh for Albert, where there are no shortcuts because it's a big lake that you've got to run around, which is where we headed to for the final one. Everyone was still feeling pretty fresh, I've got to say. Maybe there was a little bit of cramping. There was no groaning. You didn't have any groaning. Not that I noticed. I don't think your park runs are hard enough. I think we spaced it out really well. So we had an hour and a half between each one. So it did give everyone an opportunity to freshen up. And so of the whole day, how many people did all seven of the events? Do you know? 
I think it's between 20 and 30. Do you think the runners that participated um, were more the long-distance type or were there a whole bunch of people out there challenging themselves to, to do more longer distances than they'd ever done before? Look, I think there was. I know there were um, a couple of people who achieved some real milestones. You know, it was a real challenge to get through 35 kilometres over the whole day. And I, I know of a couple who were really chuffed with themselves for doing it. And to be honest, I was pretty chuffed with myself. I, I'm probably in the worst running form shape of my life, almost. And um, I was quite surprised with how easy I got through it. Well, perhaps you're not in as bad of a shape as you think you are. Well, no, I am. <laughs> But it was good to hear one of the one of the comments that kept coming up was that um, people hadn't run these courses before, so we were getting people out experiencing new park runs, which I really loved. And the the common feedback was, "This is a really nice park run. I've got to make sure I come back and do it on park run day," which I like because we know some people do get stuck running at their home event week after week after week. So I like to hear that. People were up for some more adventures. Did you meet a bunch of people you'd never met before? Yeah, I did. I did. So I, I had a tendency of setting everybody off and starting at the back and doing that thing that you hate, sort of running <laughs> through the back of the field. Overtaking people. Overtaking people. I think I do it in a nice way. Like I think I stop and have a chat and see how they're going. Introduce yourself. Hi, my name's Scott. I'll be overtaking you shortly. Yeah. So I did meet a few people doing that, which was great. And so what does the jury say? You're going to do another one next year? I think feedback has been positive, and I think a few people who didn't know it was on or couldn't make it are keen to see it back on next year. I'd be really surprised if it wasn't. You're, you're, you're not committing to organising another one? Well, look, if nobody wants to do, if nobody wants to organise it next year, then I'll definitely put it on again. There's no doubt about that. But I'd like to see someone else have a go at it, come up with a different seven courses to cover over the day. And I think now that we've done one, it's easy. The first one's out of the way, so it's so it's easy to follow up. Well, the first one sounds like it was a, a roaring success. You you had. Hundreds of people across the seven events, so that's awesome. Yeah, I mean it was like park run every hour and a half. It really <laughs> wasn't too much different. So that was my Sunday. Did you have any adventures on the weekend? I did. I had an adventure to Town of Seaside's anniversary, their first anniversary on Saturday. So that was great fun. Do they call it toss? They do. <laughs> they actually have um. If you live in town of Seaside, they've got a shirt that says, I'm a tosser, a town of Seaside resident. <laughs> so that, that's what it's actually called. It's actually called Town of Seaside. Yeah, that's the name of it. It's not it, It's not Seaside. It's Town of Seaside. Like you you go to, what's the name of a, a town? Gundawindi. So you go to Gundawindi. Well, you actually go to Town of Seaside. And um, it's only very little town, very very little. So you you spent the morning with a bunch of tosses. 
Tell me what it was like. I did. I was actually supposed to run last week, as I believe I mentioned in the podcast. However, the volunteer photographer, who is my husband, actually got called away to work. So he was unable to do it. So I volunteered to be the photographer for their anniversary event. And I had the exquisite pleasure of also playing babysitter to another park runner's 11-week-old mini dachshund. And his name is Schnitzel. And he is just the most ridiculously cute puppy you ever saw. And he was wearing a tiny little blue and black tartan coat, which is no bigger than a tea cozy because he's just this tiny little thing. And I got to take him out onto the course with me and had him on his leash. I was dressed as a unicorn and he he took a fancy to my tail. So I had this puppy jumping up and grabbing my tail from behind and then dragging it backwards and trying to pull me down while I'm trying to stay still enough to take photos of the park runners as they're running. So there were quite a few fuzzy pictures. I'm going to blame those on Schnitzel. Uh, I must also confess to taking a lot of photos of the puppy. So there might have been three photos of park runners, one photo of the puppy. Three photos of park runners, one photo of the puppy. I was kind enough to edit a lot of the extra puppy pictures out before I uploaded them to the page. But I'm going to keep those because he's gorgeous. And I just had the best morning playing with a puppy, taking photos of happy people. And then I got to go and and spend time with them all at the finish line as well. So it was a really lovely morning. Danella and Jerry did a great job. Danella also went to the effort of getting some audio from other park runners who attended the event, and you can listen to those now. This is Danella Taylor reporting from the Town of Seaside Park Run's first anniversary, and I'm here with Katie Johnston, who's been one of our most amazing volunteers. Her and her husband, Neil, have volunteered with us 27 times, the two of them together, and we've really appreciated all of their time and help with us. Jerry and I wouldn't be able to get the event going without you guys, so thank you so much for coming today. Oh, thank you, Janella. We really enjoy coming up here. Um, my husband's a runner. He enjoys the running part of it, but we both enjoy the social part of it. It's just a great group of people, and... We appreciate being able to give something back to the community. Yeah, thank you. And how did you hear about Parkrun? How did your Parkrun journey start? My husband heard about it, and I really don't know how, but he heard about it and thought, fantastic concept. So we came along to see what it was like, and we were hooked from the first time. Awesome. Have you done any other Parkruns, or just Tennessee? No, time? we've only done Tennessee wow. so far. volunteering once again to help us. We really, really appreciate it. Awesome. That's my pleasure. Thank you. And I'm here with Rob Fleming, who's our first male points winner for the 2015 and 16 years. Hi, Rob. Hey, Vanilla. Congratulations. Thanks, Vanilla. You've done an amazing job being a regular runner of ours and volunteering four times through the year. We really appreciate it. What do you like about Park Run? Well, Park Run's pretty special. 
for everyone because anyone can do it. So that yeah. makes it fantastic for everyone. Yeah. Um, I'm lucky because I live literally 100 metres from the start line, so if it wasn't for that as well, I probably wouldn't be getting down here as much. But um, yeah, it's just an incredible thing to do. Yeah. And you enjoy volunteering as well? Yeah, volunteering is great. And I've actually say to everyone actually, if you run and you don't volunteer, please volunteer. Yeah. And also. If you don't, um, if you finish your run and you want to have a chat with your friends, always make sure and you just go and say thank you to a volunteer at the end because I think the fact they've given up your time is that's really special enough yeah. to have a run. So and have you been to other park runs as well? I have. I've been fortunate enough to do the original one at Bushy Park. Oh, um, wow. I used to live there. And, oh, um, when did you do that? Back in about 2004 before they even got special, so that was good. Oh, wow. And I used to give out token. Um, I see. I was involved with Gladstone as well, setting that up, and also um, Kwana done as well. Yeah. Done as well. So and you've done some in Melbourne as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kwana Melbourne as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so awesome. get around. So. Excellent. Thank you. Thanks, Emma. See ya. And I'm here with Megan Hewitt. Hi, Megan. Hi, Camilla. <laughs> now, Megan was our first female point winner today for the for our first year. And she's been a regular runner of ours and a huge volunteer for us, which we really appreciate. Megan, how did your parkrun journey start? I had heard about parkrun and I was always wanting to join, but I didn't have the motivation to get out of bed and drive any distances further than my local area. So when the town of Seaside Parkrun started, I was so happy and I, I just said I've been nearly every single week since. You have, which is why you won the yeah. point competition. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And has, has Park Run inspired you to try other events maybe of, of longer distance that you might not have sort of tried before? Um, it has in, it's inspired me to keep going. I, I've only been running for a few years but I had already done my you know, 10k ones which I never would have thought I would have done before in my whole entire life. But since coming to Park Run it has kept me running through the kind of the Christmas every after where I normally would stop. <laughs> and that's kept me then motivated to try to keep trying the 10k. Yeah. I'm not too sure about doing any more than that. <laughs> well, never say never. I never thought that I would do a 10k and now I'm doing a marathon. Uh, and you, Danella, being here amongst the park run at Tennessee side this last year, can I say that you and Jerry have been so amazing for the community and everything that you've done. You know, you've got three young children and every week you're here organising it or it's not behind the scenes and it's just so fantastic and we are also very lucky to have you and Jerry. Oh, thank you. That's lovely. And your, your journey of getting to your marathon is completely inspirational yeah. and very emotional. <laughs> it is very emotional, yeah. This time last year um, was... Mum came along to our launch and it was her last park run that she attended. She wasn't well, so she just stayed for the run brief and then she headed home. So, yeah, it's emotional, but... Um, it's been a very big year, hasn't it? It has been a big year, but I'm so proud of what we've been able to put together and um, and all the new people that we've met and all, and all the new people that are, are coming along and and improving their times and it's not all about improving times it's just about you know getting out there and giving it a go and um and yeah i just think it's amazing all all the new people that you you come across and you meet you and jerry very good role models for everybody oh thank you keep going yeah Mm -hmm. thank you all right signing out now happy birthday (laughs) Bye. bye bye
Thanks to Nella for getting our roving reports from TOS. And also thanks to Katie, Megan and Rob. We're heading into Asia now on the podcast. We're going to chat to an Englishman who's looking after the parkrun experience in Singapore. Welcome to the podcast, Dominic Watkins. Hey there, Scott. You're in charge of East Coast Park Parkrun in Singapore, the only parkrun in Singapore, and you're coming up to your second anniversary this Saturday. That's got to be pretty exciting. Yeah, it is. It's been... um... It's been it's been a bit of a journey getting there, but we're we're there now, so um, that it's um it's it's looking good. I'm really looking forward to this weekend. We've got a few bits and pieces going on. We've got um, a couple of presentations to do, so you know it's, I think it, and uh, it, people are getting quite excited about it. So yeah, it should be good. You mentioned it's been a bit of a journey. Have there yeah. been some challenges along the way? Um, yes, I mean. Uh, I, I didn't um, start the park run. It was a, a lady called Carol Cunningham who started it over here um, just back in June 2014. So, um, and I think she she didn't know like 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 I didn't know how, whether how park run was going to go here because runnings can be um, you know the running races here hit like you know ten twenty thousand people and it could have been exploded into this unmanageable thing very quickly actually it's gone it's the opposite way so it's been trying to get people to come along has been a bit of a um a struggle i think probably because part run isn't known in asia so it's all the expats tend to know about it so you know we would to begin with it was like you know 20 local local expats were running and then we'd have 20 maybe uh tourists turning up so the locals you're saying haven't embraced it as much as we'd like no but it is getting there it's gradually this 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 last um last say six months to a year in fact we've seen a, a gradual increase in numbers so and those numbers have been more um more locals i think i think um they see the times of part run as very very fast because it's very very good because it's just been unfortunate the way it's been the people that have attended park run have been the ones that have known and have been sort of runners as opposed to beginners and we're trying to encourage people to come you know who are you know trying to just 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 begin walk walk to run or walking or whatever it is just to be able to come along um so we do get a full spread but we've we've been you know we've kind of just had that more of a pointy end to our to our park run um, which I think has put off some people, but gradually now we've had, you know, we are now getting more and more people who are running, you know, walk, walking, running, and doing forty minutes plus, which is helping encourage the Singaporeans to come along. And one thing I'd imagine, like Singapore's a small place with a high population, East Coast Park that you're running, it's got to be a busy park, doesn't it? Even at seven thirty on a Saturday morning. It's not too bad. I mean, at, at that time in the morning, because it gets busier later on. So, say from like nine a.m. after that, it gets it does get a lot busier. There is there are people, a lot of people out and about. Um, but we, where our park run is situated on one end of, of East Coast Park rather than cent- centrally, so th- that that end, although there's a car park there, doesn't tend to get quite so busy. 
Okay, so people don't see parkrun happening and are curious as to what's happened. Um, there, there are there there are some even some running groups that go past, but because the because a lot of people tend to use their Saturdays here as a as a you know, the running people tend to use it as a training run. They don't necessarily come unless they want to use it to do a five k. So it's um it's trying to change people's mindset a little bit as well. You know, you know just to say well this is actually a, somewhere you can come any Saturday you can come along you can uh, run it you can walk it you can turn up with friends you can do whatever and just have a bit of a social you know uh, both both before during and after the run so it's trying to get it's trying to get that across really um, that has been helping and I think um, also the concept a lot of a lot of uh, the races here um, have you know high numbers finishes medals t-shirts all these goodie bags and everything and because part run is more bare bones than that they don't see it as a progression in the same way they just want to go out and get a t-shirt so <laughs> so rather than you know rather than have that achievement of getting a you know a milestone t-shirt which is you know a, diff- a different thing um yeah. It, but it ha- it's not that it has it. It's not that it's not working. It is, it is gradually coming through, and people are gradually. You know, we've had um, this year. We had our first two Singaporeans who've got their fifty milestone T-shirts, and we've just got a couple other people who've just got their hundred milestone um, uh, in the last couple of weeks. So that's been good. So that you know, and we've had quite a few juniors. We've even had a school uh, a school turnout, and um, we had uh, I think there was ooh, about. About forty school children run it, which are all you know, all teenagers, which was really good fun. Yeah. Um, quite quite unnerving seeing them pass all the old boys, though. But um, yeah, <laughs> it's good. Well, but I mean, this is one of the things when you when you're launching parkrun in a new country that aren't aware of it, and you are the only event there. I mean, there's there's some real challenges. I mean, one thing mm. you are going to get though, you, you're going to get all the tourists. Yeah, that's been that's been really good. I mean, we've 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 had a constant flow of t- tourists. Obviously, because because we we are the the only uh, partner in Asia currently, um, which is um, which means that uh, we've had quite a few people plan their holidays to come through, but not just plan the holiday to come through, plan the holiday around um, coming to our part run. So we had one one uh, couple who came here flew into Singapore, then flew off to Thailand for a week, but came back in time to run the park run again, then went off somewhere else for a week and came back to run park run again um, and then go home. So, I mean, that is extreme, but, um, uh, you know, it's, um, yeah, but it's, but it's good. It's quite good. Um, We had another one of our regulars. He, he uh, came here on secondment and he, that one of his, uh, reasons he chose coming here was because it was actually uh, there was a part run here so um that's you know it, it is definitely a, a bonus and, and um it took a while also because we didn't have our own um country website um in the beginning for people to know we were here as well so i think that didn't help last year as in the beginning of, since the beginning of the year we've had our our, our own part run.sg rather than being off of the back of australia um, which has made a big difference as well, uh, particularly with sign-ups. Um, so we've had m- many more sign-ups. We had, the, we had as many sign-ups in the first, I think, three months this year as we did the, for the virtually the whole of last year. So that was really good. That's great numbers. Dominic, 
where is the furthest you've had an adventurer come along to do your park run? Um, I think so. South Africa we've had. Um, obviously, UK, a lot of Australians, uh, New Zealand, Ice, um, not Iceland, um, Finland as well. Um, they all, they're all quite far. Um, we had one guy who was doing one a tour of every continent, so he did. So he was doing a park run in every continent as well. Um, How did the Finnish runner cope in the Singapore heat? Um, he he's got the course record. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty well then. Yeah, but in fact, in both in fact, both our uh, course records are held by by um, the Finnish runners. So yeah, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. They must know something in Finland that we don't know. Uh, I think they came here to train. <laughs> so you didn't start Parkrun in Singapore, but you are now the country manager. What are the plans for Parkrun in Asia and Singapore in the future? Um, in Asia, I know the plans are afoot to have one in KL in Malaysia. Um, that should be happening later on this year. They're just... Um, sorting things out on that for um for singapore we've been we've been actively looking um for other venues for events and we've been um, we've been um talking to m parks um which is the the local uh uh owner of all the all the parks in, in singapore um because mostly you know um it's it's the land's a bit of a premium here to try and find places to do it and get permission as well um we've got another one on the cards but the, the the one thing that's holding us back at the moment is volunteers more than anything and and people are you know because in most other countries people would write in and say we'd like to start a park run and have a plan um we haven't had that yet so we've we're we're trying to be proactive and set up you know get, get some venues together get some courses measured and and sorted out and approved and then we'll and then we'll work back with having someone who wants to become a uh, event director. You're just recently off a plane, Dominic. You went on a bit of an adventure. Did you happen to get a park run in while you were gone? Yeah, I did actually. Um, it was a it was a last minute one, but I talked my wife into going. So we went to Horsham Park Run at the weekend on uh, just last Saturday. Um, which is fairly local to where we were staying because we, we were in uh, Dorking, Surrey. Um, and there's a there's a there's a few choices of where to go. But she'd done the Rygate Priory one before, so we 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 decided to go there. Um, it's a three lap course um, on a local small town park, um, but it has quite a good turnout. I think there's about three hundred plus there, um, and we just went there as a to just to, just for a bit of fun, really. And it was it was it was really good, really enjoyable park run. Um, some on footpaths, some on grass. A uh, couple of little slippy bits, very well marshaled, um, nicely organised. Yeah, well, I really enjoyed it. A few high fives, a bit of cheering. Um, yeah, a few dogs, always good. Was the temperature in the UK a little bit different for a park run than you used to at home? It was mild in the UK being June. It wasn't too bad. Um, it, but it was, uh, it was, it was, it was nicer. It's been it's been nicer running in in England definitely. Um, your heart rate's so much lower. 
Um, so it feels more effortless in a way. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a nice part run. I did uh, last year, because I, I came back in December last year to UK, and we went to, um, I was up in Sheffield visiting um, my wife's sister-in-law, and we went to Sheffield Hallam part run, and that was cold then. It was really cold. I had to wear a hat and gloves. It was about, I think it was about um, six, seven degrees or something. It was very cold though, um, and very windy. It was actually at one point, it, one of my legs blew into the other, my other leg and nearly tripped myself up going along. But um, it was still that was still a nice part run to do. So they're, they're all different. That's the good thing about part run. You know, every single every single course is different. All the people are different, but they're all they've all got one thing in common, and they love part run. So I've only done three part runs but this is what i've discovered you know just the different ones you know i'd, I'd never i wasn't sure how a three lap was going to work um seeing them on this weekend and i was you know uh, that which is one of the reasons we went because uh you know with 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 the courses here being you know quite difficult to you know find a space to do a, a single loop uh, lap course uh, we've been looking at multi-lap and uh, we weren't sure whether the three lap would be suitable but having seen this one you know, I would say yes it definitely was it was a uh, really uh, really nice very sociable uh, and you know really nice to run past people and encourage people as you're running as well so yeah it's good. It's great that you can find solutions for your events in your country by visiting other events elsewhere. Well, you learn from each other, don't you? So that's the thing. I mean, you know, we've we've learned loads of things from passing run directors, you know, that have come through. We've had, um, and also, you know, looking at how to how to set up, uh, you know, doing the tokens at the end, how the finish finish funnels are, uh, all these things. You know, as an event as an event director and country manager, you need to you know be able to see how you can do it, how can you can improve yourself, because um, ultimately you want everyone to have a good experience as well. Thanks for sharing your Singapore experience with us on the podcast, Dominic. I'd love to get over there one day. Yeah, no, do. Uh, This weekend would be a good one. Good luck. Good luck with your anniversary. Hope you have fun. No doubt you will. All right, mate. Thanks a lot. G'day, Scott and Mel. It's Alan Hoskins here, the uh, event director of uh, the Portland Park Run. Uh, it's a Sunday morning and I'm down here at the Portland Winter Solstice uh, Fun Run. And I've got a few park runners here that have uh, done the uh, 5, 9 and the 15k events. So we'll, we'll say good day to a couple. I've got uh, Chris and Beryl King here from Portland Park Run. G'day, guys. Ed, how you doing? Good. Hi, guys. <laughs> and uh, your your event was the what, what, what event did you do today? Five? Uh, 9K, nine k nine k walk nine k yeah. walk yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I think it's about the third time I've done it. First one was uh, fifteen, and then I've uh, gone back just to uh, getting older and slower. Now um, we did have a little bit of a theme event uh, yesterday at Park Run. Uh, just tell us, just uh, just describe your uh, outfit there, Chris. Uh, we're sort of. Well, it's really out there. I had a old bright orange ACDC concert T-shirt, uh, flashing devil's ears, and uh, a pink tutu just to round it off. They, they tell me that uh, people have been looking for the devil's ears today. They, they have. Yeah, they're <laughs> tuckly, safely tucked away at home, though. But <laughs> and I see you're wearing your uh, Portland Park Run um, T-shirt, your, uh, your apricot T-shirt. Yep. Yeah. Arrived. Uh, in the mail or at our front door just after we got home from the park run yesterday. Oh, excellent. Good, excellent value. Well done. Well, well done, guys. Thank no you worries. very much. Thanks very much. And well done for park run adventuring here at the other uh, Portland Park Run Winter Solstice event. Yeah, no Thanks, worries. Guys. Thanks a lot. 
Now I have uh, <laughs> I have Jodie May with me. I'm actually walking with Jodie as she comes near the finish of her 15k walk run. How are you going, Jodie? Fantastic, love it. That's, great event. That's good, great. And you went uh, did park run yesterday as well. Did park run, great little warm up, great for the legs, real community spirit. Great. You're looking well though, and uh, you're going to finish strong. My legs are, my legs are tired. But I'm going to keep swinging those hips to get all the way to the end. <laughs> That's the go. Very well done. And we had a bit of a themed event yesterday at Park Run. Um, fun there? Fun. Lots of fun. <laughs> lots of bright colours. It was good to see. People really made a big effort. Excellent. And we've got some Portland strawberries at the end here, so I'll see you over at the end. Fantastic. Good Thank you. Out. Thanks, Jade. Now I've got um, Mel, Mel from the uh, Hamilton Park Run, adventuring here in Portland, I suppose, on a, on a uh, beautiful sunny Sunday, sun, uh, winter's it's morning. Sunday. It's a Sunday morning. Sunny it's Sunday. 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 Sunny, yes, sunny, sunny. Sunday. <laughs> How'd you go on your 15k run, Mel? Oh, awesome. Absolutely fantastic. If Alan didn't run with me, I think I'd still be coming. Yes, out on the track, not here. And uh, a, a lovely finish as well, big, big yes, uh, cartwheel car finish wheel. and uh, yeah. straight to the... you uh, me doing them. Cartwheels, whether it be park run or it be a half marathon. And I believe I you, uh, I believe you might have volunteered at park run in Hamilton yesterday. I think I did. Yes, Excellent. I was the timekeeper, and it was just amazing. Wonderful. I love volunteering at park run. Courtney, you volunteered here today. You took a few photos. Yeah. Excellent. Um, you got a few shots. Where were, were you situated? Uh, on the corner of where the 5K is meet the 15 kilometre. Oh, excellent. You got a lot of photos. Hopefully someone buys some of your photos, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah? <laughs> Who goes? Who knows? All right, well done, girls. Um, and we've got Man Gambia Park right here, represented at the Portland Winter Solstice event as well. And uh, we've got Kerry. Hello. How are you going? Yeah, I'm knackered now. And you did the, what have you done there? 9K. The 9K yeah. run or walk? Run. Run? Well, shuffle. A shuffle. A shuffle, how'd yeah. How have we gone at 9K? Yeah, no good. Better than last year. Excellent. And uh, struggling through a few foot injuries, but I'm okay and I made it through. And, so. you, and you're a run director over at Mount Gambia? Yeah, one of the newest ones down there at Mount Gambia. Oh, excellent. Yeah, and when was the last time you run directed? Was it yesterday? Uh, no, it was about four weeks ago. Oh, four weeks ago? Yeah, okay. we've got eight, eight run directors at Mount Gambia so now. So every eight weeks would be uh, your turn, I'd say, on the yeah. Podium. Yeah, because yeah. we've got a lot of uh, people that run fun runs all over the country, so it's uh, very difficult with oh, only excellent. a couple of run directors. And how many um, park runners would you have here from Mount Gambia represented today? Well, the photo we just took, we had 38 runners from Mount Gambia, and I'd say most of them have run park run at least once, if not many, many, many times. Excellent. So, yeah, it's a great turn. We've turned the weather on for you too. Yeah, great day. We've just haven't got a whale in the bay. If we had a whale, I think we would have topped it off, but anyway, it's great. Can we pretend because we're on voice recording? They can't see. It. That is a whale. Oh my god, it's a whale. A whale. <laughs> it's a whale. <laughs> <laughs> right, thanks, guys. Thank you very much. No problem, thank thank you. you. And now I've got um, Kari from the Portland Park Run who actually volunteered yesterday as a photographer uh, at our coloured event. She took a few pictures of uh, people in uh, tutus and uh, crazy looking run directors with wigs and stuff on. Here you go, Kari. I'm doing very well, thank you, Alan. That's good. And you did the 9K event today? I did. I had a bit of a plod, a bit of a run, a little bit of a walk and. Um, yeah, quite happy. It's been a while since I've, I've gone that far, so I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. Excellent. And you've done every, nearly every park run, I think. You've done every park run? I have, except, except for yesterday when I volunteered. And, so. Well, you were still there as a, yeah. as a um, volunteer, and we need the volunteers to keep park running up and going as well. Had good numbers as well yesterday. We had around about uh, 80 people. It's deceptive, isn't it? When you're standing around, it doesn't look like that many people, yeah. but yeah. no, I think the... 
you guys are doing a fantastic job and I think a credit to everyone that's involved to get it up and running. And it's not just us, I mean, it's not obviously not just the young people organising it, it's everyone in the community running it and, um, and joining in and, and having a lot of fun as well, so yeah, it's great. Yeah, well, I'm trying to do my bit by um, bringing along some of my personal training clients to the event and they're really enjoying it and they're setting PBs every week, so... Then they're not hating you for it and you're not uh, pushing them. No, not no. at all. There's a little, bit of, <laughs> a little bit of encouragement on both sides, so it's, it's working out really well. Excellent. Thanks, Kari. Well, Thanks. enjoy the rest of the day and we've got a beautiful day here in Portland. It's like this every day, isn't it? it, it pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah, except we've got no whales today. What's the no, go? No, that would have been... A, a whale would have topped yeah. it off, I think. Yeah. I said to someone before it would have been spectacular to just have a whale out there to finish off the day, but um, perfect running conditions this morning. Couldn't have asked for anything We could better. always go over and yell, whale, 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 and see how many we get. We could try. Yeah. Yeah, or we yeah. could SMS them. Can you fight? Yes. <laughs> see how we go. Well done. Thanks, Thanks, Thanks Thank Alan. You. I have another parkrun adventure in the rail from uh, Hamilton Parkrun. How'd you go today? Great, thanks, Alan. Excellent. And you did the 15k run? Yes. And I believe you got a podium finish. I did manage third place. Very happy. Oh, excellent. And you got some uh, prize money there by the look of it as yes. well? Oh, so it's always good to come down to Portland and get something out of that. It is. First time, so it's really great. It was a great course. So it's your first time down here yes. to do this one? Yeah. Yep. Have you tried the parkrun down here yet? No, I haven't. Oh, it's have on my list. <laughs> on, your, on your bucket list to do. Yeah. And uh, we've also got the winter solstice, uh, the, the um, three bays as well. So would you be interested in doing that or would yes, you do that? Yes, I'd like to do three bays, just probably not this year, maybe next year. Okay, you marathon girl. Yes. You're obviously a marathon because got... I did see you down at um, the Great Australian. Actually, you did pass me going down a hill, <laughs> I believe, and yelled out. I caught, could not believe that I knew anyone. Um, as I was struggling going down a hill, <laughs> and you did go past me pretty quickly, and it was fairly wet at the time as well. It was awful conditions. <laughs> it, it was brutal nice. on that Great Ocean Road. Yes. No, well done. It's a beautiful day here in Portland. Great. Excellent. Fantastic. Well, there you have it, Scott and Mel. There's another successful day, and a lot of parkrun uh, adventurers out here today at the, uh, the Portland Winter Solstice event. Great to see that many represented from Mount Gambia, Hamilton, um, Portland and, and around other park runs as well. So we've got um, plenty of tourists out here today as well. So well done to everybody. And uh, thank you very much. So signing off here from the Winter Solstice event for the Portland Runners Club here in Portland. Bye. A fun day was had in Portland. Thanks, Alan, for getting all those roving reports for us. A few of our other listeners had some fun times and some fun adventures. And what they did is they took a photo and they used this program called Instagram and write comments. And that's exactly what Dave D'Alessio did at St. Peter's Park Run. He was all dressed up to the Nikes. First park run in the wet. Well, we've already heard that it was a wet weekend in New South Wales. So good on you, David. Getting out there and doing it anyway. Jez Savage was at Woodbridge Riverside Park Run in WA. He put on the tourist hat, laced up the trusty cloud surfers and went hard his fastest parkrun time in 18 months congratulations jez that's awesome macalicious 21 was at parkville parkrun at princess park for his 5k warm-up systems check run for my longer race later today macalicious ran for 24 hours covered 160 kilometers silly silly thing to do and then I did run into Macalicious, got a high five for him at the longest run. He he also did longest run as well. Oh no, you that was in your at Prince's Park. Yep, he was still there because he was running for twenty four hours, so he was still there. And um he was dishing out some high fives. So thanks, Macalicious. Running Optimistic was at North Lakes Park Run this weekend. My Park Run Love Heart 
smiley face, pretty happy with a 24.50 time. Dirty Cheaters. We need to get the history behind that name. But he was at Mossman Park Run. Smackley arrives at Mossman Park Run well prepared. So he was well prepared for the wet weather with his floaties. Are they floaties? I think it's a life vest. Like an actual life vest. There wasn't that much rain, was there? It was wet enough to cancel longest run on Sunday. Willby1981 volunteered at Burley Griffin Park Run launch. Ding, 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 ding. Turnaround Marshalline, 435 park runners, a new ACT record. And he was there with his little helper and she had a cowbell. I would be very impressed if she managed to ring that thing the entire time the runners were out there. I'm not sure how impressed Will Be 1981 was by the end with the cowbell ringing. 435, that's a good, good showing for a launch in the ACT. We said they were excited. They were really excited. Mummer of Hope. Now, she wasn't sure how much of an adventure it is when you visit your closest park run to home, but she is a Diamond Creeker, and she was on tour at Westerfolds. She couldn't get under 25 minutes. That still eludes her, but she said, thanks, guys. Love your course and your friendly atmosphere at Westerfolds. I'm pretty sure the sub-25 on the Westerfolds course eludes a lot of people, so you're in good company there, honey. Stuart Marshall Training said, It's these views that make me hate taper week. I miss running. Only one more day to wait and I can hit the path again. Might just run a PB tomorrow because I can't help myself. Then Sunday, I get to run with my best friend who just happens to be the most amazing wife any guy could ask for. Well, I think my husband would disagree with you, but I'm glad you think that way. Beaker Design created a nifty infographic to celebrate Nui's fourth birthday all right on facebook caro voss was volunteering at kareen glades park run's second birthday complete with tutu and a mouthful of cake great job caro i love 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 when people say volunteering it is such an ego boost for me so keep doing it guys yeah lots of love for caro dan baldwin four brothers from three states meeting at bendigo park run on the weekend and they went the jump Got a nice jump shot there. Well done, boys. I'm impressed that four brothers all finished at the same time because that was a jump shot before the finish line, wasn't it? It looked like it, yeah. Yeah, my four brothers wouldn't let that happen. They would be out there competing who's going to smash who, you know. Yeah, it would be all on. There would be no finishing together. Melissa Ellis said, no run for this adventurer this morning as I'm saving my legs for tomorrow's longest run in Melbourne. Good opportunity to get another volunteer on the board at Berwick Springs. I love how you're working the volunteering to save your legs. Good job. Great park runner. Mark Caldercourt. Not sure about the pirate pre-run briefing. However, this takes a lot of beating. He shared the, um, the park run pre-reef wrap. It's worth a watch. It's quite funny to watch a white British man um, rap over a Dr. Dre beat. He does it well, so look it up. It's on Facebook. Thanks for sharing, Mark. Talk was out there showing us multiple pictures throughout the day on the longest run. Thank you, Talk. It meant a lot to me who was sitting in my house with the rain outside not doing a longest run to see how you guys were going throughout the day, so I appreciated that. Hey, and it was a big day because Wendy Glenn was also at the longest run. 
and the longest run Melbourne has to come close to having been my ultimate parkrun adventure. Three courses I had previously run, plus four that were new to me and the major adventure into the unknown of seeing if I could run that far in a day. What a spectacular day. I agree. It was. I finished up running with Wendy. So that was great too. We crossed the finish line at Albert Park together. That's very cool. I'm glad to hear when so many people enjoy these extra adventures that happen around the place. No launches this week. We've got a few anniversaries though. Personally, I'm going to be heading north to Gladstone, Queensland's third anniversary. They are not having a fancy dress theme. However, I have been told by the event directors that I am more than welcome to dress up should I choose to. (laughs) That's kind of them. And what are you going to do, Mel? Are you going to sit on that decision for a couple of days? Oh, look, it's, it's not actually easy to pack a lot of my costumes into a single carry-on bag that can go on a plane. So I would say I'm, I'm probably going to hit out this one um, in a running club shirt. So we'll see, we'll see which one I pick this weekend. Hey, you're going to an anniversary this week, so am I. I'll be at Gels for our first year anniversary. We're celebrating with Crazy Socks. Crazy Socks, that's awesome. Have you got your Crazy Socks ready? I purchased some socks on the weekend. Were they crazy? Well, whether they fit the definition of crazy, I'll leave up to the Gels Park Runners to decide. I think they're going to say no. If you have any doubt that they will be classified as crazy, you need to go out and buy some pom-poms and some, I don't know, glitter pipe cleaners and sew them on. Because you need to represent, yeah, of course you can. You've got, well, you've got to accessorize the socks to make them crazy. Taking notes. Thank you. Logan River in Queensland are celebrating their third anniversary with a circus theme. That's going to be another bright, colorful one. And Mornington Peninsula, two years up, they're celebrating with an 80s rock theme. I like that. We haven't had that one before. You could you could probably send Rowan down there and his get up from <laughs> from longest run and weekend shenanigans. He he was rocking that mullet. He really really was. And as we just heard from Dominic, East Coast Park Park Run are celebrating their second anniversary. They're not technically an Australian event anymore, but because they were included on the Australian events list for the first year and a half. We thought it would be a good idea to wish them a happy second anniversary and include them with the others. So we've come to the end of another episode. I know you've all been waiting for it, so now we're going to dissect Game 7 of the NBA Finals. We've left it to the end. We've left the best bits to the end. So hit us with your hot take, Mel, and then I'll give you mine. My hot take? Mm. Um, the finals of, of which? What, what sport are we celebrating this time? You... <laughs> I know it's a parkrun podcast, and it... is it one? Of, is it one of the one with balls? It was. It was a big event. It completely missed your radar. Well, I don't watch TV, so that could be why I missed it. Okay, it, it started with an N. Which wh- give me the acronym again, and I'll try and figure it out. NBA. Oh, so the basketball. There you go. <laughs> well, is Michael Jordan still playing? No. Shaquille O'Neal? No. Come on, don't let me down. Just give me one name. 
of of a player who might still be playing. Didn't one of the Kardashians marry a basketballer? Mr. Kardashian? Because <laughs> if you're that famous, don't you take their name? My, my hot take is the team in the long white shirts are going to win. No, the game's over. <laughs> it was one of the great series in <laughs> NBA history. Um, might have to start another podcast for that. Yeah, you might have to start or, or find another co-host who, who knows about ball sports. Okay, we're done then. That's a different <laughs> way to end. We, we, look, we're struggling with a way to end. Thanks for joining me this week, Now We'll see you next week.